Welcome to Windsor Watch, a slightly more sombre episode this week, as today we've sadly learned of the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. A statement put out by the royal household has said, it is with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen announces the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness, the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. Further announcements will be made in due course. The royal family joined with people around the world in mourning his loss. So very sad news for the royal family and also very, very sad news for people around the UK and the Commonwealth as we lose our longest serving consort. Um, Elliot, I know that um, you're not as surprised perhaps because obviously he had been in hospital in recent weeks, but it has still come as quite a shock that he sadly died, hasn't it? Oh, I think it's always a shock when someone in such a royal uh, prominent position passes away. Um, I, I, as we were talking uh, before the show, I'm not that surprised. He looked so unwell coming out of hospital and the news has already covered how it clearly feels that he obviously was very fortunate to be able to go home uh, for his final days. Um, but yes, it is it's incredibly sad news and um, we are all in mourning and obviously thinking of Her Majesty and the family at this time. Very sad because he was 99, James. You know, it's not as though it's an unexpected uh, death. Um, he had obviously been in hospital for several weeks, but he has been out of hospital for three weeks. I think I'm a little bit surprised as I had hoped he would make his 100th birthday in June. Mm. Well, I suppose he's had three weeks to absorb what what um, happened within the family while he was away in hospital. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, it's difficult times. As you say, he was 99, uh, but amazing that he did so well and packed so much into those 99 years. And it's interesting now to see how the country's going to react. Uh, there won't be a state funeral. Um, he's going to be buried in Frogmore in Windsor. Uh, but he had led a, an absolutely remarkable life. You know, somebody who was born in Corfu in 1921 will have seen the most dramatic change in the world in that time. Uh, you know, I, I do know that he was a man that uh, was quite keen on change. You know, he's the one who allowed the royal family to be filmed for television in the 1960s. He was always interested in wildlife and technology. You know, he set up the Duke of Edinburgh Awards. He was quite a forward-thinking person um, in, in, in what he did within the royal family. I think this yeah. is the thing, isn't it? We have to remember that he was a sort of adventurous, self-reliant, active uh, man. And whilst, uh, you know, in the last few years we've come to know him as an old man, if you go back to sort of the 1940s and 50s, he was sort of this dashing mm -hmm. naval officer um, who both, you know, captured the heart of uh, our, our queen, but also captured the heart of the country. And he worked really hard to foster a role for himself and create a new dynamism for the family and work out how it fit within this sort of modern age. And I think there was a lot that the family has to uh, look to him uh, before for what he has managed to do for the, the royal family as, as the firm, um, you know, in the last uh, 70 years. Yeah, he was, he was also very... Um useful support to the Queen uh, in terms of like when Diana died uh, he was very he was key in looking after her and advising her on what things to do uh, all the difficulties she's had with her children and indeed grandchildren over the past few years he's apparently been very very supportive there uh, and she described him in her statement as being her strength and stay uh, which is quite a memorable phrase, isn't it? And I think th th this is the thing that, as you say, he was dashing and he was exciting, but his main function, and one that he did very, very well, was looking after Her Majesty and um, being the sort of 
uh, her, uh, God, I'm not use that ghastly phrase, rock, but uh, he, yeah, he was a, a, a jolly good consort. Um, and and he did sacrifice his naval career uh, to support the Queen as post-marriage in 1947. They moved to Malta. He was in the Navy and obviously the King at that time wasn't very well. So they were having to um, come back to, to the UK. And I think he was about to be promoted to a commander in the Navy at that point. So his Navy career was absolutely taking off and he had to stand aside from that and, and you know, s serve his wife. So I think it's, it's quite a sacrifice that he's made throughout his marriage and throughout all of his working career, really. I think sacrifice, duty and service are definitely words you attribute, attribute to him. Um, they always talk about that time in Malta as being one of their happiest times in the early part of their marriage before she uh, became queen. And I think, yeah, it's really interesting how he had to sort of surrender so much to forge a new role and yet still manage to make loyalty and service and duty a central part of what it was uh, to be a member of the royal family. Absolutely. And, you know, he did work as a full-time member of the royal family right up until 2017 at the age of 95. You know, that is quite a late retirement age. Uh, so he has had, you know, the past five years to dedicate more time to his uh, carriage driving and such like. And I know that he spent a lot of time in Sandringham doing those um, activities. Carriage driving with late with them. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, he did like that, didn't he? The sport. What is carriage driving exactly? Carriage driving, I mean, that is definitely one of the pursuits of, of the aristocracy and the sort of big rural uh, communities, I think. It's definitely not one that most of us would be familiar with, but it was also his sort of sop to ageing in a way, in that he was no longer able to be uh, sort of that international polo player. And so maintaining his love with horses, maintaining his connection to active outdoor pursuits, carriage driving was, you know, one of those ones he could take up. And it's actually it's quite hairy when you watch it. It's quite sort of daring do in those moments. I mean, it doesn't sound like it when you talk about it, but it is... Uh, definitely yeah. one for oh, those with nerves of steel. Yeah. Oh, I see. Fascinating. Uh, Prince Philip had been someone who, you know, tried to innovate. And, you know, he set up the Duke of Edinburgh Award, which I think is now uh, patroned by Prince Edward. Um, in the last 10 years, I think um, the Duke of Edinburgh stepped down from pushing that forward. But, you know, the amount of young people that have been involved in that. And he was also president of the World Wildlife Foundation. So he had some really, really active causes and interests that he wanted to take on. Um, I, I do remember back in 2011, over the Christmas period, he ended up in hospital and all of his grandchildren went to visit him in hospital. And, you know, there was obviously concern then as to how his health was. And I think he did have an operation on his heart back then. Um, and he did also have that car crash in 2019. So there has been some quite dramatic moments over the last 10 years uh, with Prince Philip. Um, but I know that he's obviously going to be hugely lost, a huge loss for the for the family, as although the, obviously the Queen is uh, head of state, I think it was always thought that Prince Philip was head of the family. Mm. What 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 do we know about what happens next over the next few days? Then, well, there'll be some announcements made, and yeah. we'll find out when the announcements are made by the royal household. I saw that the Queen's going to say something to the nation later today. Oh, is she? Oh, well, well, I guess. Well, either today or in the next couple of days, depending on how well she feels. They've already announced some plans for the funeral. Uh, eight days of official mourning. No, eight days of sort of urgent mourning and then 30 days of official mourning. There'll be no laws passed for the next eight days. No royal assents, no work, public or private by Her Majesty. Um, the big question is, will Harry and Meghan say something and will they come over for the funeral? Well, I'd be surprised if they didn't. You know, it is... Uh... 
Prince Harry's grandfather, so it would be unusual if they didn't. Um, yeah. But I guess, you know, that will be... What are the, the, the COVID rules for funerals at the moment, do you know? It's still very small, and this will be the interesting to see how they handle it. I mean, the fact he's died in Windsor and he's going to be buried in Windsor um, means that the family does have the leeway to keep it small under the sort of COVID rules. Yeah. Uh, and what I imagine is there'll be some sort of televised national service of Thanksgiving and a pri probably a very private uh, Windsor-based funeral for the family. The, uh, the, the thing, of course, is the family is larger than I think is the, is the officially 15 people at the moment yeah. uh, that you're allowed. So it will be very interesting to see how that is handled uh, publicly, privately um, uh, in, the, in the coming weeks. Do you think people, I mean, people would look very fondly on the idea of the rules being temporarily extended for Prince Philip and Her Majesty the Queen, don't you think? Well, I think the rules change next week anyway in the UK in regards to funerals, but I'm sure that announcements will be made and it will become clearer um, as to, to what's happening. But I think today our thoughts are very much with the royal family and on next week's episode, we'll probably look a little bit more at the life of Prince Philip and how he will be remembered and the, the funeral that uh, no doubt will happen in the next 10 days. Yeah, definitely. Very sad day. Very sad day. Uh, please do listen in next week as we discuss this more. And as ever, our thoughts are very much with the royal family today. Many thanks. Bye bye. Bye. Take care.